You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you, hey, hey, <laughs> we bring you the, the best in entertainment and trending topics and interviews and all the great stuff. Andy just came in. I just couldn't even believe you went there, though. Not Das Effects. Come on. Das Effects I grew up on. I could, Here's a fun fact. I'm not going to do it today, but I could probably rap every single one of those lyrics right there. That's like, DOS Effects was my jam. Happy, happy uh, Monday to all of you. Hopefully that you, you, I'm hoping that you had a wonderful weekend. You got me, you got me pumped, Andy. That was like the perfect way to bring in that energy right there. It's Monday, so I had to do it like that. You know what? This is, and this is why we love Andy. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Uh, welcome to you, uh, to the Raw Report, everybody. I hope that you're having a lovely day. We are going to get started with the wonderful conversation, as we always do. And I know you guys are always saying, Robin, we only have an hour. We need more time. So I'm going to give you a lot within this hour. It's going to be a good conversation. But first, let me give you a couple of things that I want to uh, go over. You know, Mondays, I say this all the time. Things happen. A lot of things happen over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to call in at any point in time, feel free to do that at 1-800-920-1580. And join us over in our YouTube right now. Go ahead. Follow us right now. Join us <laughs> at KBLA 1580. That's over in our YouTube page. And you should be following us on all of our social media platforms at KBLA 1580 as well. Okay, Magic Johnson, congratulations. Congratulations. He has become the fourth athlete to make billionaire status. Now, that's huge. And I interviewed the man. Can you believe it? That was my second interview of all time. Of all time. So, I mean, you know, he, he set me up. He set your girl up on her way. And, uh, you know, so definitely congratulations to him. He's been doing things for quite some time. But he joined Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods. He's also joining LeBron James. So congratulations, Magic Johnson. Chris Tucker, speaking of money, um, he finally, he finally, you guys, you may have been hearing for years about all of his tax troubles with the IRS. And he had owed a, a, a lot, okay, a lot of money, Um Specifically, 9.8 reportedly owed 9.8 million dollars to the IRS, but he finally settled uh, with with the IRS 3.6 million. That's still a lot of money, but it's not 9.8. And I can say this: I, I don't know if this is what was causing him to sort of stay away from doing projects and everything, because you know they will get you for your money. They will get you for your money. I don't know if that was the cause or not, but he uh, he's finally seems like he's out the clear. He has agreed to pay this three. 3.6 million. Um, Kim Kardashian, money, 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 money. Once again, she made a big money move. Um, Skims, her Skims line, we talked about that last week because her Skims line for men had sold a very large number of, of units within five minutes or so on her website. But check this out. Now she has, uh, she's made another move where Skims line is the official underwear partner of the NBA. The NBA, all the NBA teams are going to be rocking skims. Andy, they're going to be rocking skims. No longer Hanes, okay? No longer Fruit of the Loom or whatever. There are more, you know, there are definitely more underwear line for men than Hanes and Fruit of the Loom. But now you can say a lot more will be wearing skims. So good for her. 
Um, also, speaking of the NBA, former NBA player Joe Smith. Now, this is going viral right now. I don't know if I want to touch this conversation, but I'll at least give you what's going on. Joe Smith, former NBA player, he was recorded by his wife after finding out that she has an OnlyFans page. And they have this, and I discussed with this with you all before, if you remember, OnlyFans is uh, highly sexual content on there, highly. But it's not. that's not the only thing you can find on there. But if somebody says they have an Only page, you better believe you. your first thought is, okay, what you showing over there? <laughs> first thought. So his wife actually has an OnlyFans page, and Joe Smith is upset. Clearly, he's just finding out. She didn't have a conversation with him. And she had the nerve to record it. Well, anyway, this is making its rounds on social media, and he was not happy about it. I'm sure uh, in the coming days, many people will be talking about this. Um, shout out to Flavor Flav. I have to say this. Shout out to Flavor Flav. I'm let let you listen to a little bit of what he did. He was granted the opportunity to sing the national anthem at the Milwaukee Bucks game. Shout out to Milwaukee. That's my hometown. Anyway, he was <laughs> he sang the national anthem from the the Milwaukee Bucks, and this is what it sounded like. Take a listen. Early what so proudly we okay oh, oh say all the land of the free he trying he getting up there and the home of the I can't be mad at him. He said he actually, after being torn apart, as you can imagine, people thought like, is he being serious? But he did upload a statement. He said the anthem was a long time bucket list item. That was fun. I can't live my life worried about what people might say about me. I won't let that stop me from trying new things and doing things I want to do. Some people might not like that, but a sure failure is if you stop trying. He also followed up and said that, He's got family who fought in in World War II. He said, my dad was in the Army. They fought for the land that we live on, and some of them didn't make it back. So when I was singing, I was thinking about them and the advancement we have made in our community that I can perform the anthem. So shout out to Flavor Flay for, you know, checking an item off of his bucket list, no matter what anybody says about it. I actually, I dig that. I dig that. I can't, I can't even lie. Andy? So you're not knocking him for his vocal abilities? Well, of course, you know, you, it's clear, you know, the guy can't necessarily sing. I mean, you could tell is you can you can kind of joke about it. But when you when you look at what he said behind it, Absolutely. I'm actually happy. I'm happy that he made that move and that, you know, he did it. Look, he did better than other celebrities. Trust and believe. That's without a fact. vocals, though. That's a fact. That is a fact. Uh, you are so right about that. So definitely shout out to him. Lastly, before we move on, I want to say um, I, I'm so heartbroken because I found out over the uh, the weekend that actor Matthew Perry passed away. Matthew Perry, now a lot of people will identify with this and some of you may not, but Matthew Perry was really, really well known for his character of Chandler being on the mega hit series Friends. He passed away from drowning and he had a long time battle with alcoholism and substance abuse and 
you know, right now we're still waiting to hear back if any of that played a part. But it was just sad. The, his latter days, uh, you know, really, really was sad. But I loved Friends. That was definitely a part of my everyday routine, watching Friends. So, um, you know, sad to see that Matthew Perry has passed away. Uh, but you know what? He leaves a legacy. And these shows are still on repeat. Trust me, they're recurring right now on television. So he left a, us a piece of him. So um, let's go ahead and get to the Raw Report real quick, Andy. Now it's time for a breakdown. All right. Now, we talked about Keith Lee recently. Keith Lee is the the food critic who blew up on TikTok. He's doing a lot of great things for the community. But now some people are happy. Some people are not so happy at what he's doing in Atlanta. He is exposing the hospitality, the bad hospitality, by the way, that's going on in Atlanta restaurants. I mean, when I tell you he's putting them on blast, oh, yeah, he's making everybody sort of button up. He's putting Atlanta out there. So there's a lot of people, uh, residents who are happy about this. We're going to break that down and tell you who else is joining in on the conversation. Uh, we're also talking about a rapper, Lil Uzi Vert, who was performing, and he was wearing his jewelry. He a lot of jewelry, by the way. He jumped into the crowd, and when he jumped in, a $500,000, half a million dollar chain fell off of his neck and into the crowd, and he was asking for people to return it. We are going to talk about what a fan says. And, you know, if I don't know that it's been returned as of yet, but uh, what he says, what he's offering and what this fan says, I want to see if he's making a great point. And we're going to discuss that with our wonderful contributor on the other side. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. How are you? Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. The Rob Report. Okay, well, let's jump right into it. Let's get our contributor that we have on the line, Avi Bernard, who you guys know and love. Hey, Avi, how are you today? Hey, hey, Robin. It's always a fun time being on the Raw Report. I'm great. How are you? That's what I'm talking about. I am also, I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting into these conversations, especially because you are a, a funny guy, but <laughs> I think you're going to have a lot to say <laughs> about some of these things that we're going to bring up. Let's get into Keith Lee. Uh, we were having this conversation. Why is Keith Lee... Keith Lee, why is he so big? And you know what? This guy is a normal, regular man. For those of you who are not familiar with him, he started doing uh, food food critiques, but not necessarily. He was just doing reviews, his own personal take on the reviews. He would buy some food, and he would taste it and give you his his honest opinion. He would rate it 1 to 10, and he would tell you, it's it's a little bit too bitter for my liking. This is great, but not that. This This mac and cheese is not the best, you know? He would give his honest opinion. And to this day, even though his his following, he's got a massive following now. But even still, he says, I never I never uh, re- receive free food from anybody. I pay for everything. My family and I, wherever we go, we pay for the food so that you guys know that uh, my my reviews are sincere. So that's just giving everyone a heads up if you're not familiar with Keith Lee. But this guy has done the remarkable he's grown so big his presence has grown so large that he's over in Atlanta (laughs) just for a trip I don't know what he's doing out there but while he's there of course wherever he goes he tries out some of the local eateries now he'll go to 
places that are struggling. He'll he'll also go to a lot of the popular places, maybe franchises and things like that. But he really likes to spend money with, you know, um, sort of the mom and pop shops and, you know, up and coming, you know, restaurants and things like that. Well, anyway, Keith Lee is over in Atlanta and he's made several videos now about some of the places and he's talking about their bad hospitality. And these are my words, not his. He also says he makes a disclaimer, which I love. He says, my experience is my experience. Please don't go and try to get anybody fired. Please don't go and start slamming them with negative reviews. Don't do any of that. Uh, So he does try to be fair. Um, but he's really kind of putting on blast everyone who's all the restaurants who uh, who he said that, you know, the hospitality isn't great. And Cardi B recently uh, went in about this. She joined in on the conversation. And when we let's play this this audio and Avi, I want to get your take on what exactly is going on out there in in Atlanta. And is that going to be effective in your eyes? But let's go ahead and take a listen to this audio. Like first thing first. Right. I feel like Atlanta restaurants, they don't like to make money. I feel like they don't like people. They don't like their customers. They just don't <laughs> like it. First thing first, right? You, you could barely order in Atlanta restaurants. Like you go like, hey, I would like to make order. Oh yeah, we don't make, we don't we don't take orders. We don't take orders. It gets to the point that I literally have to name like I have to tell like people that order food for me like can you just name drop my name because first and first they just don't they don't do no pickup orders they don't do deliveries they just don't do (laughs) second Atlanta restaurants right they be closed on the most random like it's like you look at a rest you go looking for a restaurant on google and it's like oh this is good oh they close is that what do you mean yeah is closed Monday through Wednesday, <laughs> or they'll just have the most random days closed. Like, oh, they close on Tuesday, or like it's just the most random. <laughs> like, it's like y'all don't like making bread. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then with some Atlanta restaurants, I be noticing too that it's like it's either it's either they open it's either the, it's either they open too late or they close too early. Like be closing like at six o'clock that's true or we'll take a we'll it's just it's just (laughs) she's going off clearly always the the food way is so busy it's so so busy like okay all right we 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 get enough of what cardi b is saying um I have over here in the in the YouTube poll. You guys, let me know. Have you ever had a, a, a bad experience over in Atlanta as far as the restaurants are concerned? Avi, your take on this and the fact that Keith Lee single-handedly made an entire ruckus over in Atlanta and is shaking things up over there. Give me your thoughts on it. Well, first of all, I had a great time listening to uh, Cardi B <laughs> speak between the beeps. <laughs> and there were more beats than there were words in there. That's always a fun time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I have a question for Cardi B, though. What is open too late? How is something open too late? She said something's either open too early or too late. I have no idea what that is. Well, means. what she's saying is if late. you if you want to go into a restaurant and it, you want to go at 12 o'clock, they don't open until 3, right? They may, they may open at 3 and close at 6 p.m. or something oh, like that. That's what she's you. saying. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I, thank you for that clarity. Because I thought she meant they closed too late, but they opened up their doors too late. Okay, got you. Mm-hmm. I understand now. Mm-hmm. So I think we've all had experiences with very poor service. 
And I don't have a problem with what Keith Lee is doing. He does seem to be a very positive dude, all in all. Mm -hmm. And if someone gives poor service and you tell other people about it, there's nothing wrong with that. He's not making these things up. He seems to be very honest. He's not making any of this stuff up. He's talking about, as he said, his experience. Mm -hmm. So if he goes to a place and experiences some, some, uh, I guess, let's say service that is rather do-due, then he has a right to tell people about it. And I think he, he does a good job of, of creating a disclaimer of, you know what? Don't go slam these restaurants. Don't go trash these restaurants. He has mm -hmm. 14 million TikTok viewers and 1 million on Instagram. That is an insane. That's like Katy Perry. I, mean, I don't know how many followers <laughs> Katy Perry has, but that's like <laughs> Katy Perry type right. followers. I mean, that's a lot of followers. Yeah. So yeah. He, has an, he has a massive amount of influence. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't have a problem with it, I think. You know, we, we feel, when we go to a restaurant, we pay for service, we feel slighted mm. if, if, if it's not good service. And in, some restaurants do have a habit of that. And so if those restaurants are, they happen to be, you know, providing poor service to someone like him, then they, they deserve to get reviewed. Hey, listen, I used to be a server. Me too. Right? And yeah. I, used, <laughs> I, I used to get secret shops. If I had to be aware of that for my job, these restaurants can be aware of it for their, for their, uh, their profit you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah you know what's so what's so sad though when you think about a city such as atlanta um or anywhere for that matter and you think of what the residents complain about and a lot of those people they they voice their opinion but nothing will change they try to um they they actually don't understand mm -hmm. the power that they have they don't a lot you, and, you know i've had this conversation before a lot of people do not tap into their local city councils or they don't they don't do any of those things to really make change. But one person, like you said, he has a massive influence. So one person can come over there and make all this noise and possibly get people to change. He actually did one of his uh, reviews was to Candy Burris's old lady gang restaurant. And he said that he was given preferential treatment. He didn't like that. Ultimately, he decided to get up and leave because he was treated differently. When his family proceeded, they, they actually went ahead of him and tried to get uh, seated. And they told, they said, no, the, the wait is like an hour, hour and a half. But then Keith Lee joins his family. And all of a sudden, five minutes later, they, they, uh, they seat him. And he said, can I ask you a question? They filmed this, by the way, you know, secretly. They mm. sort of filmed it. And they, mm -hmm. they said, you know, he, he asked them, he said, what was the, the normal time, the normal wait? She said about an hour, hour and a half. He says, why did you treat me differently? And, you know, I, I respected that so much. He just got up and left, you know. But that is exposing, you know, even someone like Candy Burris and her restaurant. And, you know, I, I like the fact that he's saying anybody could get it. You know, anybody could get it. And, um, you know, and again, it's just, you know, my hopes are that Atlanta, New York, uh, Houston, anybody, my L.A., my hopes are that anybody who's kind of watching this um, sees what the effects are. The effects of one person, Keith Lee, going into that city and sort of shaking things up and can make things right for their for their own residents, a part of that city. Hey, well, if Yelp couldn't do it, maybe Keith Lee can, because we've all been to some restaurants <laughs> where they got 500 ratings and the average of 2.1 stars. And you're like, how are you all still in business and why do people still come here? But somehow restaurants managed to keep going despite giving horrible service over a long period of time. So maybe Keith Lee can can be Yelp 2.0.
You know, <laughs> Yelp 2.0. That's a good that's a good point. I want to say this though about Yelp while we're on that conversation. I recently I was talking to my mom about this. I was talking to a couple couple of people about how reliable Yelp is. Yelp is supposed to be very reliable because you have some regular people who go there and they're like giving you the <laughs> honest opinion about what's going on with a particular business, you know. And so mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm. Ad- actually advise that if you want to try out anything new, if you want to go any place new that you just don't have any idea about, check them out on Yelp and see what's really real because they will give you the their honest opinion over there. Um, do you think that this now kind of exposing their dirty laundry, so to speak, will turn people off from going to the city. From going to the city overall? I hope not. I mean, I really hope not. Atlanta, as we know, is one of the blackest cities in America, if not the blackest. And it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a place where we should be able to go and hang out and enjoy ourselves. And I hope this doesn't discourage people from going to the city in general, but just, just go on that Yelp. You know, if you don't, if you don't have, if you don't follow Keith Lee, Hit up Yelp if you're about to go to a restaurant, and my wife does this all the time. She will not go in a restaurant that has poor ratings on Yelp. So just go into Yelp, uh, search for the restaurant, and when it comes up, you'll see a rating, an average number of stars, and you'll see the number of ratings that have been posted. And if you are not, you can also read those specific ratings. So, you know, don't let let some poor restaurants, you know, ruin the whole Atlanta experience for you. I hope Mm. not. Forrest Harrison says, it sounds like Hotlanta needs to get their stuff together. (laughs) And I agree with that. Houston, Texas says, I appreciate his honesty and it helps ordinary people plan their trips. That is a great point because that is a great, great point. Actually, you really want to know when you land, where can I go, you know, um, and you and you plan accordingly. Andy, has he been to any strip clubs in Atlanta? Who is that? Keith Lee? Keith Lee. (laughs) Any food over there? Hey, let me tell you something. I heard that some of the best food ever in Atlanta is at the strip clubs. That's what I heard. I heard that people go to the strip clubs, not for the strippers, and they go, not for the dancers, I should say. Let me, you know, let me yeah, button that's, up that's a little what, bit. Where <laughs> they go for the food. That, that's, uh, you know what, that's that's what I heard, too. I mean, not that I would know from personal experience, but I've been doing some reading on the subject. <laughs> so that's, what, that's just what I heard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing. You've been reading up on it, huh? <laughs> yeah, I've just been doing some reading up. Just doing a little research, you know. <laughs> ah, all right. Okay. Well. Um. All right. That's cool. Um. When we come forward, <laughs> you are so funny. Well, when we come forward, I want to jump on this little easy Uzi Vert conversation. I want to know what rappers and what people are doing wearing all this expensive jewelry or expensive items going amongst everyday people right going amongst everyday people and Uzi Vert loses a $500,000 chain and expects for someone to return it. Now, I would. I would. But uh, he's expecting this. We'll tell you what the what the, what the conversation is looking like on the other side. Uh, right now, we've got news, traffic, and sports. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Raw Report. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Shine bright like a diamond. You know who else was out here shining bright like a diamond? That was Lil Uzi Vert, who happened to lose his 
chain that was worth a whole lot of money. But before we get into that, if you are just joining us here, come on in. Come on in. We're just having a conversation about the food critic, TikTok food critic, Keith Lee, who uh, is shaking some things up in Atlanta. He's exposing the bad hospitality out there. We also talked about Flavor Flav, who gave us a little bit of that voice. But you know what? Congratulations to Flavor Flav, you know, singing the national anthem at the Milwaukee Bucks game. That's pretty awesome. Uh, let's get our contributor on the line, Avi Bernard. We are having a delightful conversation. Avi, you always keep it keep it funny and whatnot. Let's go ahead and get into this little Uzi Ver, uh, little Uzi Ver conversation. This entire video clip will explain it all. Take a listen to this. You find the chain, you out there, what do you do? I think you should give the chain back. Yeah, you bring the chain back up here to Power 1051, and you bring it back up here so we can get it back to Lil Uzi. Because the reality is, they say the chain is worth what? They say 500000 but it could be anywhere from 200000 100000 We don't know. A Either couple way, hundred thousand. Though. However many hundreds of thousands of dollars it is, you're not going to get that in the street. You know what I'm saying? If you try to resell it. And if you try to wear it, you're going to end up getting robbed. So you're better off uh, just dealing with the laws of the universe and, and getting some good karma, because I believe karma is an action. Mm -hmm. you, you get some good karma just by simply bringing the chain back. Uzi already said he's going to break you off with some cash. I, I, I got an answer for you, Em, because you're quick to be like, you rich. So you're quick to be like, oh, let's do this, whatever. Hey, for ordinary Joe like ourselves, God put a blessing in our face when that chain dropped. If I find that shit, my next question to Uzi is, how much you gonna pay, bro? But Uzi told y'all so, that on stage. Uzi literally said, if you give me the chain right now, I'm gonna break you off. I, I, I'm negotiating. This is like a. You like can't. You, you, you like can't. You can't negotiate. No, no, no. You can't negotiate with somebody else's property, bro. Like, what are you talking about? You can't right, do let, that. Okay, let's put it like this, though. Hold on, hold on. He lost it. What you mean? <laughs> you he, he he lost, lost it. it. <laughs> he lost it. You retrieved it. Now now you sitting there trying to negotiate with something that's mine. Nah, we not gonna do all that. Cause guess it's what? Not yours no more. You lost this in the crowd. What the hell you talking <laughs> My about? My brother, I, I can just have security <laughs> remove it from you. I can have security hold well, you and you just take it from you. You don't even know me. I got it. What are you talking about? I'm not gonna tell you there. So how are we gonna negotiate? If if I don't know you got I'm it, I'm gonna contact your but you're not gonna be there. What I'm saying is, listen, I believe in the whole. Yes, like, you know what I'm saying? I find it yours. But I got to know how much you're going to give me first because you talk about, like, oh, in the streets, I ain't going to work. It's going to be worth a lot because if I take it to a jewelry or whatever, it's going to be worth, bro. So the point that is... That, that, yes, that jeweler is not going to give you... Five, he, whatever Uzi paid for it, that jeweler is not going to give it to you. Give nowhere you, near. Give, give you, nowhere I don't near need that. him to give me the same, the same thing. Charlemagne, I don't need the same thing, Charlemagne. I, I'm just saying. I, I'm, all I'm saying is what every envy said. Envy quick to be like, oh, let's do this. But Envy got money. He don't know what it's like to pay the bill. That, I mean, it's, it's not about having money. It's not. It's, it's not about doing not, the right it's thing. It's about doing the right thing. It's about because it's, it's not about, about the bread. It's, it's about, about because doing you the right want, thing. You want your energy to be clean. You Doesn't want matter your energy if it's a five hundred thousand dollar chain or a pen that your mom might have had that her mother gave her. It's about giving it back because that's what the right thing to do. Mm. That car must smack you, you ten times, ten times more than that later on. So if my bill needs to be paid. You gonna pay it since it's the right. Hey man, thing? you talking like you got the chain? You got the chain or not? Hell no, I got the f***ing <laughs> I wasn't in Powerhouse. All right, all right. Okay, so hopefully that explained everything to you. Uzi Vert dropped his chain when he was performing and jumped into the crowd. Charlemagne and DJ Envy from The Breakfast Club were discussing this when a fan called in, and he said, listen, basically, 
people from the hood, us, if we see a chain in front of us that that, that is of that amount, that expensive, we consider that a blessing. That's what he said. We consider that a blessing. Avi Bernard. Oh, my goodness. But just give it to me straight. I mean, obviously, you are a good person. Uh, we have our listeners are very good people morally, right? Can you at least understand where this guy is coming from? Somebody who uh, he's saying, you know, if we're struggling out here, we can probably get more on the streets than what Lil Uzi Vert is offering if we if we return that chain to him. I mean, Robin, are our listeners very good people? Do we really know them? Oh, I'm yeah. Sure I know I, sure I know the I'm Rob sure Report listeners. I'm sure they're kind. <laughs> I'm sure they're great people. Some of them. Some of them, I'm sure, are great. No, but they're, you know what? That listener was making more sense than Charlemagne was making. All right? Whoa. Now, listen. Now, listen. You know I'm going to give it to you straight, Robin, mm-hmm. all the time, because that's what I do. Now, me personally, I am a strong believer in keeping my karma perfect, so I'm going to return the chain. Mm-hmm. But... When he said, when that listener said, God gave me this blessing of this chain, I, I, I can't say that I don't see where he's coming from. Mm. So, and Charlemagne's talking about he's not going to negotiate. He shouldn't be able to negotiate, and the streets won't give him as much as Lil Uzi would. Well, the streets are willing to negotiate, though. Mm. And so if, if Lil Uzi is saying he's going to break you off, how much is he going to break you off? Mm. And is that, is that $1,000? Is that 10000 You might be able to get forty fifty. I'm just saying. You might want to put a number out there to little Uzi Vert. And so this, this little Uzi Vert makes me want to lean up against the wall in the shower like in Rocky Four. Okay? Like, I just got into a really bad fight, and I'm really stressed out. That's how little Uzi Vert makes me feel, because this is not his first time doing this. He almost lost a much more valuable diamond, the one that he got encrusted into his forehead mm-hmm. like Vision from Marvel. He, that, he almost lost that thing for $24 million. Mm. All right, that thing was worth $24 million. He jumped into the crowd at Rolling Loud. It got ripped out of his head. I believe he was able to recover it. But Hot New Hip Hop reports that his worth is worth $25 million. Mm. And you got a $24 million diamond? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is, see, see, these little whack rappers get on my nerves, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> but if you got, you got that much money and you're going to spend it on a diamond that you're going to put, that you're going you're gonna to insert physically into your forehead, yeah, and then just just so that just so Thanos can come rip it out. I mean, this is just this is just I I just can't even I can't with this whole situation. <laughs> yeah, well, but Avi, okay, you're right. You are you're actually right. I I wonder this, and I'm sure you've come across this a time or two or something similar to it. How many times have you yourself or known someone? who's been in a financial bind and say they, they give mm-hmm. money at the, uh, at a, I don't know, a drive through re- restaurant and the cashier gives them too much money back. And you know that they mm-hmm. gave you too much money back and you think in your mind mm-hmm. or that person who, you know, thinks in their mind, uh, you know what? That's a blessing from God. Cause I needed that money right there. And God <laughs> knew, or, or are you, do you, <laughs> this, this actually just happened to me. I was, <laughs> This just happened to me. I'm checking out at the at the grocery store, you know, the self-checkout. 
and I'm and I'm scanning everything, and I got my daughters wow, with me. Wow, you do the self checkout. You ain't got no time. You in the self checkout. Well, I'm listen, hurry, when bro. you got only a quick few things to get, you know, I ain't got time to be standing in line. You know, we we booked them busy around here anyway. <laughs> so I'm scanning I all of my items, and I guess the oranges that I got didn't scan, but I thought I, I thought I scanned it, and I put it over there on the side. And my daughter says, "Mom." It didn't show up. You got to scan it again. And I'm like, and I'm looking at her like, yo, like, chill out. You know what I'm saying? Could have got these oranges for me, you know? But she over here blasting me. So my daughter definitely believes in doing the right thing. But no, I did go back, of course, and, and scan the oranges. But a lot of people think that, Avi. Um, give me your thoughts. I mean, he's got to make he's got to make sense about that. But Penny Thompson says, <laughs> she says, bruh, <laughs> there is good karma and bad karma give the necklace back fahima sex says uh it's possible that the chain fell to the floor and no one has it i doubt that but uh because if it fell to the floor and is that shiny and bright you know or somebody got that chain somebody got that chain somebody who cleaned up afterwards or some somebody definitely has that chain uh penny penny thompson says god didn't give him a blessing with the chain he gave him the opportunity to do the right thing oh that's in your face how do, how do you feel about that, Avi Bernard? Unless, uh, unless Rose from the Titanic went and got that chain and then threw it into the Atlantic Ocean, somebody got that chain. All right, I don't know what I don't know what that is they're talking about. I mean, come on now. Yeah, somebody I mean, got the listen, chain. <laughs> somebody, listen. I this, like I said, I believe in karma, and I I feel good when I lose something. Knowing you know what, I'm gonna get it back because my karma is perfect. So whenever I get an opportunity to give someone something that they lost or Someone gives me too much. I always give it back to them. But that's good me. But that's you. you are I, a good I, I'm, soul, I'm just sir. saying. I well, I appreciate it, and I also appreciate knowing that you know what, universe will have my back when I need it too. Definitely. So, but that, but, but that's just my that's just my thoughts. But I understand someone finding that chain and seeing it as a life changing opportunity. Absolutely. I'm just saying. I I I understand that perspective. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, Andy, give me your thoughts. I believe in karma, mm-hmm. but in this situation. Where is the accountability from Lil Uzi Vert? That's the part that I wanted to, to touch on. You got on. a Thank chain you. on. You yeah. got however much money you got around your neck. Yeah. And you over here doing stage dives. Yeah. What do you expect, homie? Yeah. That's your loss, bro. (laughs) You know what, Andy, thank you so much for raising that point, because that is the flip side of this. I mean, there is one side for the person who is on who's saying, like, I may have found it and I'm out here struggling. This chain is going to be a blessing to me. I want to be clear. I would give the chain back. Because I also believe my, my life has been set up in, 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 in blessings because of the way that I am. Again, I've, I've said this before. I do good things in life and good things happen to me in return. But I can understand what it feels like to be in dire need of something and you feel like a blessing fell before you. But Lil Uzi Vert, that's a really good point. What are you and other rappers doing flaunting all of this jewelry, all of this expensive stuff, taking nose dives or, you know, doing all of this stuff into the crowd, into everyday common people who some of them, you know, maybe have spent their last on tickets to get, you know, to, to watch you. And then, uh, you know, and then here you are, you know, your chain falls off or snatched off or whatever happens when you when you went into the crowd. But there is some accountability. There should be some accountability on his part. Don't you think, Avi? Well, absolutely. And if anybody's in their last to see Lil Uzi Vert, they kind of deserve to be broke, honestly. I'm just, I mean, what the hell? 
You know, spend your last money on on, on that that concert, that one of all concerts. But no, I mean, but 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 really though, I mean, he he does have to have some accountability, especially with what we talked about before, with this not being his first time around doing something like this. And if you, if, I just don't understand why rappers even need to have a five hundred thousand dollar chain in the first place. I don't get it. No matter how much money you got, and it's not like you're Elon Musk. You know, you got some yeah. money, but uh, five five hundred thousand dollars is. It's a lot of money. You're not Mark Zuckerberg. You can you can just you can just you know use it as Kleenex. I'm just saying, like yeah. this dude. No, sir, you you're he, right. He does have to have some. He does need to learn from his mistakes, and and, and this is something that I, I don't feel bad for him. I, we're talking about karma and you know what we would do in this situation, but he has to check his own karma because if this is the second time this is happening. I mean, he he probably got some stuff he needs to check. Yeah. Um, I saw a post recently where another rapper, Lil Durk, was wearing a $40,000 blinged out Louis Vuitton. It was like a whole outfit. He had a bucket hat on and it and it was blingy. All the, the different logos that was embedded in, in his outfit were blinging. So it has some sort of, you know, diamond or Swarovski or something in the outfit. And it was a $40,000 outfit. I don't know. This is this is the obviously we talked about the scarcity thing and this is why so many people lack. You think that that's balling and you think that that's helping your image when in actuality, you know, on the flip side of things, what are you doing for long your your generational wealth? What are you doing? You know, they say that the richest people uh, look the brokest, right? They they're they're wearing regular mm-hmm. plain white t-shirts. They're driving Prius cars and you know small little electric vehicles and things like that. Um, and then people who need to floss, you know, they're they're wearing they're wearing their money. And so it's just a mm-hmm. just a really really silly thing to do. It's not even a mistake. It's a decision at this point. It's just a really silly uh, mm. thing to do. And I feel like all rappers for that for that matter, need to change their outlook when going to, you know, to a concert or something. Andy? I mean, it's it's an unfortunate thing because, you know, it obviously comes from a space of trauma. You know, a lot of these individuals come from broken homes whatnot. So, you know, when they get to a point where they where they get money, they feel the need to floss it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They've been, quote unquote, dirty their whole time. So, you know, I'm going to shine on everybody. It's, yeah. you know, it, it, it's a sickness, but I, I understand why they do it. Yeah. Lastly, I will say. These... Go, go ahead, Avi. Mm-hmm. No, sorry. Sorry, Robin, I was going to say all these rappers need to listen to Jay Z's 444, mm-hmm. okay? Because he talks a lot about this very thing, holding, mm-hmm. you know, saying, uh, holding money up to your ear on the ground. That's not what we call money over here. Yeah. That's that's just that's not it. And Andy's right. I mean, I think there is some some trauma and and, and generational stuff going on, but it's it just if that's not if that's how you spend your money. I mean, you're really you're really putting yourself at risk of being that person that goes from being broke to rich back to being broke again. Yeah, man. Take a look at the lottery winners. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys absolutely made the point. And uh, you're right about that. I think that it def- definitely comes from there's a trauma there, you know, there. But you, you hear a lot of rappers who try to make their they try to validate themselves by saying you know we got to keep up this image and sort of justify why they're wearing what they're wearing and um they're saying because if you look the part you'll get bigger parts you know so in their minds they are right in their mind you can't tell them any differently this is how it goes so they would look at us some some people who are on the outside and they will be like you don't know what you're talking about this is how it really is in this game and to a certain degree, we don't know what y'all are talking about because I'm not a rapper. I'm not in that game. But, you know, uh, certain principles apply overall. 
you know, and so um, it's it's unfortunate, but I don't know that anything will change off uh off the top. Just I don't know if he's going to get his chain back. Who knows? Right now over in our YouTube, though, uh, 86 percent of you said that you would give it back. See, I told you these are good people, Avi. And 14 percent say you're going to take your chances to 14 percent. say Y'all going to take your chances. I'm going to take my chances on the street. All right. I'm not mad at you, whatever you choose. But I will say karma is real out here in these streets okay in life god god will bless you triple fold if you do the right things uh with with your life and your decisions well avi bernard thank you so much for joining the raw report i i knew it was going to be great conversation because that's just what we do <laughs> let everybody know where they can find you online that is what we do robin i appreciate you and you can find me on ig at avi bernard and of course right here on KBLA Talk 1580 every Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific. All right. Well, you enjoy the rest of your evening, and we will be talking to you very soon. Thank you so much. All right, Robin. Take it easy. Okay. When we come forward, we do have your Who's Got Next and uh, What Not to Miss on the other side. You're listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Rob Report. Keep it locked. <laughs> All right, let's jump right into this. Uh, who's got next? This is a beautiful, beautiful sounding woman. Her name is Amira Unplugged. This is called The Sound of Silence. Check it out. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful voice. Amira Unplugged. Deborah Chicoa, she says, an old Simon and Garfunkel classic. I love when y'all know what y'all talking about. <laughs> I love when you have when you know history like that. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely it's it's <laughs> it's definitely uh, a nice vibe. Okay, so uh, I laughed out loud when I read Forrest Harrison's comment. <laughs> he said, "Robin, Robin would have gotten tackled in the parking lot by security over those oranges." You know what? <laughs> maybe so security don't play um listen i paid for my oranges y'all don't trip don't play about my karma uh listen today uh what's really cool is today tomorrow and november 1st jason weaver he's an actor he's also a singer he played little mike J- little michael jackson in the jackson five movies um He's going to be teaching an entertainment master class over at SC State University. That's going down. That's that's really, really cool. A master class being taught by Jason Weaver. So if you're anywhere in the area, go ahead and check it out. Sign up. Let me know what you think. As a matter of fact, DM me your thoughts. Well, you guys, it has been a wonderful, wonderful show. I told you great conversations. Thank you, Avi Bernard, for tuning in and or for joining in on the conversation. And I appreciate all of you guys and your engagement. Make sure you're liking this video right now, sharing it, commenting all the whole nine. Listen, you do not want to change the channel. You already know what's up. It's Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. He is coming up with another fire show because that's how he gets down. I am Robin. And remember today and every day forward to be a blessing.